Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Welcome, everyone, to um, another edition of The Spilled Tea. I'm one of your hosts. Um, Emmy Morgan and Kyle may or may not be here. I think he's just going to show up late. But um, this might have to be a quick one since I have brunch at 12.30. I really have to kind of make this short and sweet a little bit. But I did want to at least um, come on and just give an intro and a re-intro of me. I've been um, on break for quite a while. A lot's been going on, and I know that it's been going on. A lot's been going on with Kyle as well. Um, just a real quick rundown. Um, hold on a minute. I have a special guest. Hi, baby cake. Hi, how are you? Oh, my God. It's so good to hear your beautiful voice. <laughs> so good to hear your voice, too. Um, I was just quickly just about to run down some of the things that are happening in my life, but since you're here... Cool. No, um, go ahead. Age before, no, no, no. Beauty before age, so you go ahead first. <laughs> How have you been? I've been good. I've been good. Um, I do have a little bit of news. Cause, I mean, we haven't talked in a while, but I think you were aware of my whole job situation and stuff, right? Yeah. 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 So, officially on Friday... Well, last Sunday I was told that I had a week to decide, but um, my illustrious um, employer of 19 years has now decided that my job isn't going away and I have the option to stay with the company or spread my wings and fly. So I have decided that I am going to stick it out (laughs) some more. So I am officially um, an employee of the GAP. So good news. I, you know what? It's like I was talking to a friend of mine because I was like, I was looking forward to getting the severance and doing something different. And then I kind of thought about like how much money I have to make and the bills I have to pay. And I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, if the worst case scenario is I still have my job, that's not so bad. <laughs> Thank God, because I was looking yeah. for you. So we can all breathe a heavy sigh of relief. I thank you for the love and support and the prayers. But it has been answered, and now you know what? Now I can take charge of my own life, and, like, if I want to get out and do something different, I'm in control, and I can, like, slowly look for something else if I want to and just kind of, like, rest on the fact that I'm I'm still working. So thank you all, and drop my kin scene. (laughs) Here's You know, I just think, if I'm, I'm there next April, then it'll be 20 years. I'll be officially the oldest person that works there. <laughs> well, I was telling you, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. I just don't know what. And I had no idea that they would say you'd stay. Like, I, I, didn't, I didn't see that one coming. Well, something else did happen. Like, um, out of the blue, I got, an, I got a text message from this woman that works at this ad agency that we've, um, we've done collaborations with. 
And I've become friends with her because they're such a great small agency and we've just be, we just hit it off really well. Well, she called me and said, how would you like to come and interview to work with us? Out of the blue. Yeah. So I, um, I went over and it was, seems like their account executive was leaving. So the first person they thought of was me because they wanted someone who's like seasoned in advertising, someone who was like family that they had worked with before, someone who knew the ropes right. that could come in. get the, So it's like, I was extremely flattered, so of course I had to go, and it went really well, but, you know, they're, they're still, so whenever Gap told me, you need to make a decision here, I called the agency back, and it was a very good conversation, it was a very honest conversation, because the honest to God truth, and they told me this right off the bat, is that they couldn't match my salary, and I gave them salary requirements oh. of, like, what I first started when I worked, when I moved to New York, and then what I make now, and when they said they couldn't match me, mm-hmm. we'll see what we can do, and when I talked to her, it's like, you know, I knew I made too much money, and she says, don't ever apologize. I said, Kyle, you've been with the gap for 19 years. You worked and earned what you make now. So it's like don't apologize the fact that, you know, this is what, what your standard is. It's like, but she said, it's not going to, you know, change our working relationship, our friendship. So it's all good. It's like, it's, so maybe it just wasn't meant to be. Maybe it's meant to be a agency-client relationship-wise. So it's like, you know, it's all fine. It's all good. But, yeah, that came out of nowhere. So not only did I have, like, I knew the gap thing was, potentially going to stay, but I had an opportunity to go and work somewhere where it was like leaving one family to go to work for another, you know? And 10 years ago, it would have been, yeah. Well, I mean, the thing that I'm flattered about is like, I don't give myself enough credit. It it speaks highly for like people really want to work with me and, you know, treasure the, you know, the, the work ethic that I have and stuff. So it was just a really great situation to have. And it's like, she totally understood my decision to stay at Gap and totally supported it. So, perfect. So, that's where we are. Yeah, I mean, do you think that I don't love you, like, that I'm in love, I love you for no reason? Like, there's a reason why <laughs> people love me. There's a definite reason. You're awesome. Well, I think it, it also, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Anyway. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say thank you. And it's like I, the thing I keep thinking about is like it all goes back to it's like, you know, I attribute a lot to my mom and dad. I mean, granted, we didn't have a lot growing up and everything like that, but it's like I didn't learn to be this type of person, I mean, respectful yet bitchy sometimes and other stuff without without coming from my mom and dad. So it's like, you know, you, you, you only put out what you're given and you learn along the way and I get it. People change and learn all the way and become the people they are. But it's like, I think that has a huge factor. It's like your family, not even, it doesn't just have to be your mom and dad, no matter how you grew up. It's like, it could be whatever you're, whoever you considered your family is what helps mold you to the person today. It doesn't define you, but it helps mold you. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Oh, I'm, I'm living proof of that, honey. Yeah. Um, so. Well, that's good. What else has been going on? What about love? Um, you know, there's, you know, it'll happen. Oh, okay. Let's, well, let's put it this way. Now that the work situation is off my plate, I can start to pull focus into other things like, you know, losing some weight, getting a little healthier, and maybe, you know, finding someone to date as opposed to having 27-year-old um, boy toys. So. Now, did Gap give you a time frame? Like, okay, this is we're gonna extend it for a year, two years, or whatever. Or they just said no, you want to? No, it's no, no. What they've done is they've decided that with the reprioritization of the department, that my boss, yeah. my supervisor, 
when I was initially laid off, they removed all of her headcount. And when all the work that we have to do, they, they basically reinstated her headcount and the headcount being my position. And since I was still in the role, they offered it to me first. So it's like, it's not really a contract. It's more of like I'm back being, I'm just going back into the system as a full time. Because I was never terminated from the system. That wasn't going to be till July. So basically, it's just like business as usual. They'll nullify my termination agreement, give me a new agreement saying my job, you know, is continuing, and so I'm back as an employee. But she also kind of gave me a, a semi-guarantee since we're going through a lot of, you know, retail is really tough right now, and we're going through some other organizational changes um, that, you know, like in three months, it's not going to happen again, and I'm going to lose my job again. Yeah. But, <laughs> so, um, so it's all good. It's good. Okay, good. Well, at least that's something you don't have to worry about, just like you said, because that would be annoying to have to go through this all over again. Yeah. And how about you? Um, oh, God, girl. So much has happened. Um, <laughs> my uncle passed away at 89. I'm so sorry. Long, full life, right? Yeah, true, true. Um, I mean, it's sad. It's sad, but it's like yeah. I think about it this way: it's like it's like he, the man, he probably had a really long, full life. He did, and he he served in the army. He had a child. He didn't officially come out after, but by the time I was a little kid, he was sort of out of the closet. Um, he's the first person that helped me read. Um, yeah, he, he was a he was a great guy. And the last thing I said to him was that I loved him. And he said, um, I, and he was like, he had a stroke. So he said, I, I'm like, yeah, I understand what you mean. It, it, took, it, it would have taken him forever to, you know, say it. But, um, yeah, now his sister's in the hospital, same place he was at. So my family's been going through a lot in the past two months. Um also, at work, I did find out through legislation that um, they're making it illegal for my company to say that they will not cover any transgender health care, including the um, gender reassignment surgery, which means mm-hmm. that my company will have to cover any trans health care I get, I receive, and also the surgery. Um, I don't have an official word, but... I might not even have to pay a deductible because it's medically, it was deemed as medically necessary. So that's pretty huge. Um, what else? Um, so I had jury duty for six days. And I okay. met you maybe girls. Were you on a jury, an actual jury? I was. I was on a jury first time. Um, I met these amazing women. Oh, my God, I freaking love them. Um, Lisette, Doris, Anna, and Toba. Love you, girls. They helped me celebrate my 40th birthday, which was May 1st. I turned 40 as well. Oh, my God, I told Did I miss your birthday? I'm so sorry. Happy 40. Oh, That's a huge fine. milestone. I know. Congratulations. I well, thank you. Um, you went to the movies. My- <laughs> well, did I? No, I just went to Club Cafe for a brunch, which I'm going to today, too. Um, mm-hmm. But I went with one of my friends, and then that Tuesday, I, I went to Taco Tuesday, and it was the most amazing 
No, not that Tuesday. The Tuesday after, sorry. On the 8th or 9th, I can't remember. But I ended up, um, no, the 10th, sorry. I ended up going Taco Tuesday with the Jury Cool Girls, and we had a blast. They treated me so good at 647 Tremont, which is where I always get my tacos for Taco Tuesday. They made it so special for me. And then Toba's birthday was there was, um, in April, so they did something for her, too. It was just such an amazing time. The most amazing part, though, was the Saturday before uh, May 6th, my sisters had thrown a joint party for their two daughters. Uh, Macy's born May 10th, and Nina's born April 24th. And I walk into the hall, and I see three cakes. I'm like, what the hell? Why are there three? Oh, my God. One of the kids had a 40 on it. In front of everybody, they called me up there. I sat with the three girl, or the two girls, and they sang happy birthday to us. So it's, just, it's so amazing how, like, completely normal I am to people. It's just, and, and I know normal isn't the right word, but that's the only way I can convey how at ease everybody is with me. And it's, I don't know if that's the norm, I don't, but it's just, it's just awesome. It's just so awesome. So I just want to thank everybody for that. Um, I also have decided to um, become a wish grantor at Make-A-Wish. So um, if these little kids want to meet Tom Brady or, like, they actually met Justin Bieber when he came to Boston and he wore no shoes in the park, um, yeah, he's crazy, but I just wanted to put it out there. Justin Bieber took the time during his non-shoe-wearing trip to meet two kids with life-threatening illness. Okay, just saying. So, not all that. Not all that. But, um... Yeah, I'm a wish grantor. I'm excited about that. And I did see a lot of movies. I've seen, a ton, like, every day during my jury to question, I saw a movie. So I saw one movie, and I saw six movies in six days. I'm not even wow. joking with you. That's crazy. And that movie passed. It's amazing. True. Um, I need, I, you know, I'm glad I, didn't, I never bought it because I have not been to the movies in so long. And now that I have my yeah, you've been, Apple, this yeah, Apple yeah, TV, I've written. been binging on everything. And, of course, it's like Neighbors oh. 2 is out and all this other stuff. So, yes. Actually, I saw Neighbors 2, and it was really good. And um, your Zach was really good. His body is a little weird, though. His Why, arms are kind of like. Why? Because there's no, um, there's no body fat on him? <laughs> no, his arms are unusually long. They're like, like he could. Stop oh really? <laughs> oh girl, <laughs> you are bad. I can't, I can't say anything around you. <laughs> well, you are talking about the Zephron, and you know how I feel about that. Oh my god, I guess that doesn't change. Um, you know what has changed, and this is the weirdest thing. And I know it's so minuscule, but. Um, my celebrity, like, my taste in men has changed quite drastically. Really? What has um, it gone from to, what, Give me an example, like, from so-and-so to so-and-so. Um, so, I'm trying to think of one. Like, let's, well, I still have a crush on Matthew and, and, and 
tomorrow morning. That's never going away. But like, okay. And don't get mad. Don't have a heart attack. Jonathan Scott, meh. Jonathan meh. Scott. From Property Brothers. Oh. oh, why would I have a? Oh, because of shock of you actually saying that. Yeah. Meh. I mean, I don't know. Like, do you want to know who I have the biggest crush on? Well, two of them. Number one is um, Josh Murray from um, The Bachelorette. So Andy Dorfman is like, oh, he was controlling, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. Something about that guy gets my (laughs) engine going. He's so hot. And he always posts about, like, his family. He posts about his job. He posts about his dog, who her name is Sable. She's a French bulldog. The reason why he has her is because he's obsessed with bulldogs from being, um, and yes, I have researched him, so don't judge me. Um, He was at the University of Georgia, and he was on their football team, and their football team is called the Bulldogs. And um, she had cancer. And so she had to have one of her um, legs amputated. So she's got three legs, and she's going through chemo. Oh, no. And he just posts about her and how well she's doing. I'm like, oh. So I love him. And then um, my other crush, and i I got to get over it, is Dean Shermet. Um, Leanne Rimes' oh. ex, first ex-husband. Oh. <sighs> yeah. So I, I don't even remember how it happened, but. I ended up looking him up or whatever, and he just recently got to going through the process of getting divorced again, and uh-huh. he's so gorgeous. You have to look him up on Instagram. His body is insane, and he's changed from being a dancer or whatever he was with Leanne to being a chef, and he's cooking all the time. Like... I'm I'm thinking once he and I get married, he's going to be cooking for our kids, and he's going to make me breakfast in bed, and it's going to be perfect. Josh can't do that. So I think it's reasonable for me to date Dean. The only thing that drives me nuts is he still hangs out with Brandy Glanville, who's his – you know who Brandy is, right? I'm well aware of who Brandy is. (laughs) So why would he hang out with his ex-wife's husband's ex-wife? I don't understand. That drives me nuts. So because I don't know if I do the same thing together. It was like a camaraderie. Okay. So you know what? Jenny Garth got divorced too. Do you, do you want like why can't he hang out with her? Um, my brand. If I if I make a comment about Dean, should I say allegedly because it's like I don't want us to get in trouble? I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> okay, go. He's in New York, so go, go, go. Well, I mean, he used to do. Um, he we've worked with him in the past because he used to do. Uh, he used to as a dancer. He's done several um, commercials right. for Old Navy way in the past. So I've known right. who I've known who he is for a long time. Um, I've never met him or worked or know him. Personally, I only know him through the commercials and stuff. So whenever he married Leanne, it's like, I already didn't like Leanne and stuff. So anyway, when they got divorced, I mean, the first thought I had was like, oh, I guess he, he came out the closet. So I now know everybody else. And now with the second divorce, it's like, it's like, sweetie, maybe the third time, three strikes and you're out, or third time's a charm. So. No, 
no, he's going to marry me. Shut up. But if he marries me, it's kind of like he's admitting he's gay, though, sort of, right? Or no? Sort of. I mean, I'll have a Pikachu in like a year, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have him until then. Oh, I love him. But, yeah, you're not the first person to say that, and I knew you were going to say that. I didn't know how you were uh, associated with it, but I knew you were about to say that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying this from anybody that said something to me or given me any kind of reason to say it. I'm just putting that out there. That's my own, my own personal that's opinion. That's it's it. not you – know, people that I know that have worked with him, and I mean, no one has ever given me the illusion or the impression that he is. I'm just saying it, it's just my thought. So I'm putting that out there to everybody that may be listening. I am not saying or confirming this is true. I'm saying it's my own personal opinion. And plus, I mean, the man is gorgeous. It's like, why wouldn't I want him to be gay? Um, back up my man, first of all. Second of all, um, oh, my God. He, oh, oh, my God. This is how it kind of started. So I saw a picture of him as the Mad Hatter. He was the Mad Hatter for, like, I don't know, Halloween or something. It was an old picture. And I commented, God, the Mad Hatter got hot. He responded back with the heart smiley face emoji that was, like, a winky with a heart on it. And I was like, oh, my God, he loves me. So, <laughs> Maybe I have a chance. I don't know. But then the the thing that pisses me off is that um, he had a picture of himself with Brandy on Instagram, and so of course, knowing me because I can't hold my fucking tongue, I said on Instagram, "Oh, where's the dislike button?" So one of his followers goes on my page and says, "Who are you to talk about beautiful people?" you should just be glad that they even talk to you and you're an ugly person. And I was like, whoa, 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 hang on. Who the fuck are you? Number one. And number two, did Dean send this person after me or was this an independent thing? So kind of made me a little bit on the salty side, but I still love him because I have no proof that he sent somebody after me. Because there are celebs that will send their followers after people. I, I know a couple. Yes, I didn't know if that was the case or not with Dean. But then I was like, is he that popular that he would have rabid followers? I don't know. So it's all speculation, darling. What's his um, Instagram handle? I think it's Dean Shermet, his name. Hold on. And his name is spelled S-H-E-R-E-N-E-T. Like Sheremet, okay. Yeah, sure. Oh, maybe I'm saying it wrong. No, no, I think it's Sheremet. It's how it's pronounced. I'll look it up. Don't, don't waste. No, it is. It is Dean Sheremet. Um, he's always posting about his food, his um, workouts, and lately brandy. But it, but the thing is, I think the brandy thing just started now that he's getting a divorce. I don't like that. He can't be part of our marriage. Like, I don't like that at all. So, um, yeah, those are my, my things. Did you, oh, my God, please tell me you saw a clip of Mariah Carey being interviewed by Jason Kennedy from E! at the NBC Upfront. Please tell me you saw that video. I have not, actually. Okay, so. NBC has this thing called um, Upfront, which means 
all of the people, oh, excuse me, all the networks under the NBC umbrella, NBC Universal, which includes Bravo, E, what have you, they go to um, basically a party, kind of like a job fair. And what they are doing at this job fair is they're pitching their shows. So J-Lo was there, and she was there for Shades of Blue. And, you know, they they pitched to other networks. Well, not other networks, but they were just making themselves be seen so that um, people know she's on Shades of Blue on NBC. Mariah was there because she's doing a docuseries, not, not a reality show, called Mariah's World, where they follow her on tour. So basically, uh-huh. truth or dare, but a series. So she... Jason Kennedy wasn't prepared. She gets up to Jason Kennedy, and you know how Mariah is. She's like, oh, Jason Kennedy, he tried to control the situation. He goes, oh, it's Mariah Carey. Hello, Mariah Carey, darling. And he tried to, like, talk to her. She's like, oh, yes. And he's like, like, he's like, oh, you know, are there going to be misconceptions cleared up about you? She's like, oh. Darling, these people just don't understand how much it takes to be me. And she's so funny. And then when she says, um, she's like, you seem really, like, I don't know, like, composed for going, getting married again. She's like, darling, it's marriage number three. I mean, I'm really not going to be nervous. I already wore the white dress. Look at my video on YouTube. It's called We Belong Together, or whatever it was called. And she's just so I see why Dallas loves her so much. She is so fucking hilarious. I might have to watch it just because of that interview. I'll tweet it out when I get it. Oh, my God, it was so funny. Um, yeah, so that's only that's probably the only series this summer besides Orange is the New Black that I'm excited to see. What about you? What is your summer viewership going to look like? Okay, we we haven't talked in a while because it's like when you just said Orange is the Black, I just realized we haven't talked in a while. But so I don't know. Did I tell you my Tebow died? What? Oh yeah. God. Are you okay? Do you need to send well, medical services? She's still sitting on a chair. I need to go get her cremated or something. But um, oh. I was like freaking out. So then I had to watch TV like on my computer, and I was like, not ideal and whatever. And I'm like, do I get yeah. another one? And it's like I can't afford to get another one. I need to save some money. And then it's yeah, like my. A friend of mine out of the blue said, it's like, I have an extra Apple TV. Do you want that? It's like, sure, I'll just do that and see how I can figure that into my cable and all that other stuff. Hold on a quick second. Um, You're so going to have to explain me- Apple TV before you go. Well, basically, it's like a little de- it's a device that um, it's kind of like yeah. iTunes on your TV and has all the – it has network apps and um, site apps that you can um, log into to watch television shows, streams. On TV, um, you can't you can watch some shows live, but not. I mean, depending on your cable service, right? But technically, you know, you just have all your channels on Apple TV, and it's kind of like a big on-demand. It's basically on-demand, on-demand. So uh, okay. he he, he signed so. me up. He put me on his cable system, which is Xfinity. So I basically mm-hmm. got all because he works for NBCU. So he basically gets all the channels. So he basically gave that to me, and so I have, like, all the channels now. So then, like, you know, since it was the fall season basically over, I just started going on Netflix and all these channels and, like, binge-watching shows I had never seen before. Like, I watched Grace and Frankie. I'm watching Masters of Sex. I've watched um, uh, Mildred Pierce with Kate Winslet. And um, looking – 
But my favorite, and I and I resisted it for so long, but my favorite is freaking Orange is the New Black. I binge watched all four seasons, all three, all four seasons. Yeah. Um, the last season sucked. <laughs> um, I wait. The last season, I think only three has come out so far. Oh, maybe four and, is coming out later this month. Season three yeah, was um, okay. it ended with them going to swim in the lake. It was so great. Yeah, that was so weird. <laughs> that was so weird. So season one was okay. I liked it, obviously. Um, I watched it in like a week, you know. Season two, I watched in twenty four hours. That was amazing. <laughs> And season three took me a month. It was so painful to watch that show. It was so inconsistent. So I, I'm not sure. You need to watch Sense8. That's your next really? show. Oh, my God. It's so amazing. So what is It's by the Wachowskis. The Wachowski sisters now. Um, did I tell you that both of them are now transitioning? <laughs> yeah, I saw that on um, online. That's so amazing, but um, so both are toast with the Wachowski sisters, who are now in history as the two, the first two um, trans women Oscar winners because they won for the Matrix, you know, um, visually. So, uh-huh. um, so it's about eight people around the country, and they all have a sense of each other. They have like. And so if one is in trouble, the other one comes and is like their spirit and guides them. It's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. It's so cool. There's a trans woman that lives in San Francisco. There's a gay Spanish actor that lives in Madrid. There's a German, I think he's bi. There's a German bi guy that lives, um, obviously, in Belgium. Um, I know there's there's someone that's in San Francisco. What? I know they filmed also in San Francisco. Yeah, that's the trans woman with her lesbian lover. And the trans woman's played by Jamie Clayton. And just so that you know, there was pictures, and I'm so excited to say this, pictures of Jamie making out with her ex-boyfriend or whatever he was, Keanu Reeves. Thank you. Mic drop. I am so happy that that even happened because I don't know why. I'm just very happy about that. Um, what else? So, yeah, so Sensei is, just, oh, there's a guy in Africa. What's that? There's what? Oh, there's just lots there's that I want to watch. Like, I'm debating yeah. whether I want to watch, like, I want to restart House of Cards. There's also Girls. There's lots that I can watch. So, <clears throat> when you said Orange is the Black, and then I've been, re- you know, catching up on, like, trivia on it and just reading, like, blogs and stuff about it, like, and, and I agree with most people that it's, like, I don't know what it is, and I typically, never, you know, I, I went on, I'm very hot and cold with the actress, but Natasha Leone's character was just one of my favorites. She just really rooted for her, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, she's a broken dove. That's why you root, you root for her. Um, but I like I the fact I that, the, well, I like the fact that after season one, they realized they had such a wealth of other characters. They didn't really focus exactly. on, primarily on Piper. And it's like, even after mm-hmm. three seasons, like you're seeing backstories on characters that have you seen since day one. So it's like, it's right. so amazing that there's so many different stories to tell. Like you still don't know like 
a lot of people's backstories. Like, what did they do to get in here, you know? Right. And even the COs, you're starting to learn about them, too. And that's the cool part of this show, that they'll reveal stuff slowly, and you're like, oh, well, that makes sense why this person's here and that person's here, and oh, that person, yeah, they... It was kind of sad when Matt McGorry just kind of left, but I guess he had to do it. He was doing right. it for the other series too. So, but still, I'm still not over porn stash leaving. Oh, oh. I would have his babies in a heartbeat. Don't oh my god, me. he was so he was so gross. Oh my god. Yeah, you have to see him outside of that role. He's freaking gorgeous. That's Liev Liev Shriver's brother, younger brother. Yeah, I know. No, I know who he is. It's just like it's just like that oh, okay. character. He's just so gross. Oh, of course he's gross. He was also, um, he plays bad guys very well. He was also um, the bad guy for a couple of seasons, well, like two seasons of Law and Order SVU. He was oh. really, really fucking bad. So, yeah, he's, oh, I love Pablo. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, don't tell Dean. He'll get all jealous and then we'll start to fight and I just don't need that drama. And he'll bring up Randy and whatever. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Have you uh, have you been? I mean, I know we don't talk about it anymore, but have you been keeping up with any of the soaps or no? I actually um, on my six day jury duty, I kind of needed a so I had six days of jury duty. Then I worked for three days, and then I had a week long vacation for my birthday, and I just needed something mindless just to like go and and watch. So I started watching Young and the Restless all over again. It's still bad, but I really support the character, the um, the actors, and um, it's gotten a lot better than it was when I stopped watching. Again, still bad, but a little bit better. Um, I don't like the whole. If one couple doesn't work out, okay, well then I'm going to move you to a different couple that. You guys, have, kind of like what they did with um, Victor and Sharon. They were friends. They were father and daughter situations for decades. Then all of a sudden, someone, a new writer decided, hmm, let's just make them have sex and get married. And it ruined that friendship. And that's what they did with Billy and Phyllis. And it, like, feels awkward now because she cheated on Jack, the love of her life, with her brother-in-law, who she's been friends with for decades. So it's not cool. I don't like that at all. Um... But yeah, why have you started? No. Oh. <laughs> oh well. I'm looking forward to actually finally going to their fan club luncheon next year. I'm gonna do it. Um, can't wait. Oh, and just to let you know, there are um a couple of other stags in my stable, meaning Michael Damian and I have been flirting via Twitter, and mm-hmm. um. I told him to ask his wife if he can have a second wife, and he said, sure, I'll ask. And then he had um, his mother join Twitter, and I'm like, hi, hi, mother-in-law. <laughs> He's like, oh, my God. <laughs> he must think I'm totally crazy. Um, and just I was over the moon at just how awesome he was. And it was like he hasn't been on the show in forever, and I still know him as Danny, so... He was totally cool with it. So, yeah, so I'm flirting with him now. I'm flirting with him and Doug Davidson, and I'm kind of the cricket in the middle. So. You are shameless. 
I'm shameless. Oh my god, I know I am. So, but that's all that's going on with me. What are you up to this coming week here? Well, just um, I'm taking like Thursday and Friday off the week, the two days before Memorial Day weekend, um, just because I need to get some um, vacation days off the calendar. So I just thought I'd take start taking some days as kind of that I just need to report. So I'll take those right. two. And then hopefully I need to keep monitoring monitoring flights because um, at the end of June I want to go back to San Francisco because a friend of mine is having his uh, a birthday party July Fourth weekend. He's turning fifty, so I want to go and um, see him. So I was thinking take that like fly the weekend before because it's San Francisco Pride, and then just stay the week and then come back Fourth of July night or something like that. Hey. Oh, I also forgot to mention another crush. I don't think you're going to agree with him because he's way too old for you. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is um, Ben Cohen. He is a rugby player. Yep. Well, he used to be, but he retired. You know who I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Um, love him to death. And he just got more awesome because I was stalking his uh, Facebook page, and I saw that he put a picture of himself coming out of the water, like, I don't know, maybe – last summer or whatever. And when he came out of the water, of course, you know, he doesn't play anymore, so he's out of shape. And he just posted these pictures on his Facebook, and I'm like, now that is what I call real. People are calling him fat, and people are calling him whatever, and he's still going to go out and put himself out there. He's like, so what? I don't fucking care. And you know what? I don't think he's fat. I think he is so freaking gorgeous. And I don't know. If him and Dean were standing next to each other, it'd take me a minute. I don't know who I would pick. I mean, that's, that's just, <laughs> oh, man. Um, and he's got that British accent. Oh, my God. I don't know. Um, before we sign off, because, wow, this is like one of our quickest shows ever, um, I did want to give a couple shout-outs. Um, I wanted to shout-out um, Mikey V and Frankie Vizzle, um, and that's it's Mikey V on air, and it's Frankie V-I-Z-Z-L-E. They're both on Twitter and Instagram. They um, Frankie's a radio personality here in Boston, and he's always been just really awesome to me. And I told him and his brother that I had mentioned him on the show. Um, his brother is just adorable and sweet and nice, so follow them. They're really fun. And... Um, Frankie's got the biggest, like, don't you know when you're a kid and you have that big, huge smile? That's Frankie's normal smile. It's so freaking adorable to see him because his brother's, like, you know, got a normal adult smile. And then Frankie's got this huge smile. It's just, like, it makes you just, like, enjoy life when you see his, his smile. It's just so awesome. And um, also I wanted to give a shout-out to this woman who has always, always supported me. Um, Claudia King, she is one of Doug's friends from one of his other shows. She's always liking my Facebook profile pictures and Instagram, and she's just so awesome, and she has her own show with Kelly, and I just wanted to give her a shout-out. And lastly, I would like to say how proud I am of two people. Um, Austin Shiflett, who was recently on The Doctor's, for losing 126 pounds. He is one of the nicest guys you will ever talk to. He's so sweet. Um, He's been through a lot, 
and I'm just so happy for him. This kid, he if you saw him, you would probably start crushing on him because he looks better than, I'm going to say it, he looks better than Zac Efron. And he's taller. <laughs> you will love him, Kyle. So I just, I'm so proud of him, and he's just such a good person, and oh, I just can't say enough good things about him. And also, um, of course, my boo, my baby daddy, Clayton Chitty, always love him so much. And he's just been such a great friend. And he tells me everything. I tell him everything. And Yeah, those are my shout-outs. Did you have any shout-outs, my dear? Um, no, I think the only main shout-out I have is because um, a friend of mine over across the pond in London, my, friend, my good friend Eric, um, he listens to our show every now and again when he's like in the gym and just kind of like um, on the train or whatever. So I want to give out a shout out to him and his partner, Russell, because they're getting married um, um, Congrats, in June. Guys. And um, I right. am not able to fly across to, to attend the wedding. So I want to give him my, my deepest congratulations oh. to them both. Cause I'm, they're both, I mean, I've known, I've known Eric for, oh, God, I, it has to be over 10 over maybe like 15 years now. I mean, I'm in San Francisco, and I was fortunate enough to meet Russell um, several times whenever they visited San Francisco and New York, and he's just a, a doll, and they're just the cutest couple together. So I just want to wish, the, wish them all the best in my congratulations. So that's my shout-out for today. And I love when you meet somebody who's your – well, you meet somebody who's your friend, and then you meet your friend's partner or boyfriend or husband. It just makes you so happy that you're like, God, my friend met somebody awesome. Yeah. It's going to happen for me one day, but I'm just so happy to see my friend happy, you know? And oh, I, I love that. I love that. Well, congrats, you guys, Russell and Eric. Aw. All right, my dear. Well, that's all I've got. Do you have any parting words? What are you doing this week? Um... Like I said, just preparing for my PTO, going to go into work and get some stuff done. And then other than that, just going to kind of chill and just kind of refocus now that the job situation is kind of, for now, under control. <laughs> what about you? Any plans for Memorial Day? Um, some good friends of mine. Oops. Some good friends of mine are uh, going to have a – are you there? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought I'd rip my wire out. Um some good friends of mine are having like a little um, a brunch on Sunday, so we'll go up to their uh, condo and they have like a rooftop deck, so we can kind of like sit out there and have drinks. And so we're gonna do that. And I told hey. them I'd bring a movie, and my good <laughs> my friend Miles was mentioning like out of the blue, he mentioned the movie Shag. Have you ever seen Shag with Bridget Fonda and Phoebe Cates, Annabeth Gish, about these four girls in the '60s that go to Myrtle Beach for a last hurrah? Well, it's really it's it sounds really like cute. your life. It's real, well, I, I saw it. I saw it. I saw it when I was in college, and it's like I, I've loved it ever since. But I didn't know my friend Miles was a big fan of it. So half the other people that are coming to the brunch have never seen it. So I'm bringing that movie with me to, for us to watch. So it's cute. I mean, it's got a great cast: Annabeth Gish, Phoebe Cates, Bridget Fonda. So, hmm. It definitely so, sounds should, like one of your weekends. You should check. You should check it out. It's 1989. It's a, it's a cute movie. Okay. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. But that's about it. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me. It was good to hear Not from you. Not a problem. Um, good to hear you, too. Let's get together soon. And um, thank you, everyone, for listening. 
Again, congrats, Eric and Martha, and we will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Still thirsty for more tea? Then check out our upcoming and archived shows right here on our Blog Talk radio page. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at The Spilled Tea and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Spilled Tea. Thanks for listening to tonight's episode of The Spilled Tea.